This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. From Lexington High School on an absolutely gorgeous evening here on the first Friday of the month of October, you wouldn't know it because it is absolutely beautiful. Not a cloud in the sky, the sun is out, 70 degrees, and we are ready for week number eight of high school football around the state of Ohio as tonight... The Lexington Minutemen come in with a 3-4 record, 2-2 in the OCC, and they are getting set to host the 5-2 overall, 4-1 in the OCC, New Philadelphia Quakers. Hi, everybody. Corey Durbin with you. And as I mentioned, it is just a spectacular night for football. A little bit of a late-arriving crowd here at Lexington, and, of course, across the way not many people made the hour and a half trip from new philly so uh the away crowd is not going to be a factor tonight but i am actually kind of surprised that there aren't more people here of course we still have about 15 minutes until kickoff but it is just perfect tonight and uh tonight uh maybe the first time all year or maybe the second time that we kind of feel that football nip in the air later on when the sun goes down it's going to get a little chilly tonight but it's just Perfect football weather, and we have had some great weather this year. And uh, another week where it looks like we're going to avoid the rain. So no complaints there for sure. Uh, as I mentioned, New Philly comes into this game 5-2 and two overall. They are 4-1 and one in the OCC. Their only loss came back in week number five to Mansfield Senior, and it was over at Arlen Field. Uh, senior High beat the Quakers 35-14 to that night. Since then, New Philly has played the bottom of the OCC back-to-back weeks, and they have had, I guess you could say they had a little bit of a tough time at Madison last week, but they did beat Mount Vernon two weeks ago 35-10, to and they did get the job done last week against Madison 21-10, to although they were trailing at Ramfield at halftime. So I can't tell if maybe that uh, loss – to senior high three weeks ago, sort of uh, kind of put New Philly on a little bit of a downward trend, but hopefully that's the case for the Minutemen who are coming in three and four tonight. They uh, came off of a little bit of a tough loss last week to West Holmes, a game that uh, was sort of a tale of uh, the first quarter was all Minutemen, and then starting in the second quarter, it could not have been uh, any different than that. It was all West Holmes for the last three quarters. The Minutemen dropped that one 62-28. to Minutemen now on a little bit of a losing streak of their own of two games, and they are looking to rebound. Tonight, huge implications for the Minutemen. New Philly is likely going to make their way into the playoffs this year. Um, but the Minutemen have to win at least two of the next three games to make it in. And uh, if they get a win tonight, I think it's safe to say the Minutemen are going to sneak into the playoffs this year. If they lose tonight, then they have to win next week at Madison, and then they have to win here in two weeks against Ashland. So if you're asking me, I think uh, Lexington has to win two of the next three, as we'll pause for the national anthem. The Band of Gold tonight with the rendition of the National Anthem and a good one as always from the Lexington Marching Band. Uh, Back to what I was saying though, Minutemen are going to have to get at least two of the next three in order to make their way into the playoffs. Right now in Division 3 Region 10, the Minutemen sit 18th and you have to be in the top 16 to get in. Now, 
The Minutemen to this point have not done a horrible job of making a case to get into the playoffs. Uh, the only problem is, for the Minutemen, they have not gotten any help at all. Since beating Clear Fork, the Colts have not won a game. Mount Vernon uh, did beat Worcester, uh, but Worcester has also not won a game since the Minutemen beat them. So since the Minutemen have gone on that three-game winning streak, the three teams they beat have combined to win one game. And uh, that's not giving the Minutemen any help. So tonight, we're all Clear Fork, Worcester, and Mount Vernon fans. And, of course, if the Minutemen can get a win here against New Philadelphia, that's the easiest way to uh, jump up the rankings and make a bid for a playoff spot. So that pretty much sums up tonight's matchup. And uh, these two teams, when we come back, we'll get you uh, a little bit of a look at what's going on around the OCC tonight. And... A couple of interesting matchups tonight, including Senior High going on the road to try to stay on top of the OCC. We'll see if they can get that done tonight as well. But I'll get you that recap coming up of uh, what's going on around the OCC. And we'll get you uniforms uh, brought to you by BP Electric, as always. And, of course, we'll have the kickoff of tonight's matchup between the Minutemen and the Quakers here on fearthevillage.com. Locally owned and operated, the life support team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OA. Com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. So I switched my insurance to State Farm and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town and get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name. And get this. They actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent, it's called service. Call State Farm agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. Back here at Lexington High School, getting set for week eight action between the Minutemen and the new Philadelphia Quakers. Corey Durbin with you on the BP Electric pregame show and glad to have you along tonight. Should be a good one. Beautiful weather. The field is in great condition. To this point, I, I don't remember the last time we've made it to week eight and haven't had to play a game in the rain on the home field. And, of course, here at Lexington, still natural grass. So 
anytime you can make it to week eight without playing in the rain on the natural grass, it helps. And the field looks great tonight. Quick look around the OCC tonight. A couple of rivalry games tonight. Uh, the first one, West Holmes going over to Ashland tonight. That'll be a good one because Ashland kind of needs a bounce back win. They're four and three on a little bit of a slide. Lost at senior high last week. West Holmes coming in hot, five and two. Uh, so we'll see uh, who can get out of there with a win in that one. Uh, Madison goes down to Mount Vernon. The bottom two teams in the OCC going at it. So uh, it would be nice to see Mount Vernon get a win there. They would improve to 3-5, and five and that would help Lexington a little bit. And then a Mansfield senior at the top of the OCC with a perfect record right now, 4-0, going over to Worcester, who desperately needs a win. The Generals 2-5 and five overall. They're 1-4 and four in the conference. Their only conference win coming against Madison. Worcester desperately needs a win there. And if they could somehow, that would be a huge upset. Don't get me wrong. I'm not expecting any help over there. But if the Generals could pull together a miracle tonight and beat Senior High, that would be massive for the Minutemen. So a quick look there around the OCC. And uh, while we're at it, might as well get you the MOAC. That'll cover most of the big schools in our area. Clear Fork heads over to Shelby tonight. Galleon goes out to Marion to take on Pleasant. Ontario also heading to Marion tonight to take on Harding. And uh, River Valley will go to Highland tonight in the MOAC. So some decent matchups in the bigger conferences around the area, and we'll keep an eye on those games as always throughout the night. Make sure you're updated on all of the scores as the night goes on. And here at Lexington tonight, we're less than five minutes till kickoff, and that means it's time to get you uniforms. Brought to you by BP Electric. Check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. New Philadelphia, the visiting team tonight, is going to wear the white jerseys and black pants. They'll have red letters and numbers, a little bit of black and white trim as well. They've also got the black helmets with the New Philadelphia logo on either side. Minutemen tonight going with the white helmets, the Minuteman logo on the right side, the player numbers on the left side. They're going to go purple jerseys tonight with gold letters and numbers, a little bit of white trim, and they're going to go with the gold pants tonight with a purple stripe down the sides, a little bit of white trim as well, and a block L on the left hip. So purple on gold for the Minutemen, white on black for the Quakers. As we await the Minutemen, just about three minutes to go until kickoff, and we'll take one last chance here to get another quick break in before kickoff tonight. It's the Minutemen and the Quakers coming up on fearthevillage.com. Locally owned and operated, the life support team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. 
Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. So I switched my insurance to State Farm and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town and get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed and get this. My actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name and get this. They actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent, it's called service. Call State Farm agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. Just about set for kickoff here at Lexington High School, week number eight of the high school football season. New Philadelphia just took the field across the uh, across the way over there. And Lexington, as I'm sure you can hear in the background, they are about to take the field here at home. Still have one more home game after this. Week 10, the Minutemen are back here against Ashland. And uh, that'll be a good one as well. Three good games to end the season for the Minutemen. All winnable games. And uh, hopefully a couple of wins for the Minutemen coming over the next three weeks. Tonight's keys to the game. Minutemen going to have to continue to pound the ball on the ground. Last year, this New Philly defense was pretty stout. Minutemen only scored seven points out there at New Philly last year, but they only gave up ten. They lost that game ten to seven, had a chance to win at the end. Got the ball down near field goal range, but the clock ran out, so they didn't have a chance to tie it. But... I think we say it pretty much every week. If the Minutemen can run the football effectively, they've always got a chance. And they'll have to definitely do so tonight. Still missing a couple of uh, couple of guys. Carter Newman not back this week yet. I found out about 20 minutes ago that the kicker, Will Perkins, is out tonight. So, it's been a little while since the Minutemen have had everybody geared up and ready to go. Drayton Berry still out tonight as well. Minutemen have taken the field and are down on their sideline right down below us. As always on the home side, up here in the second level of the press box, right at the 50-yard line, best view in the house. Attention head referee, we've had a malfunction in the play clock. And I'm sure as you can hear the big booming voice of Michael Clapper, the play clock is not working, so that's how we'll start things tonight. 
Referees are going to have to do it the old-fashioned way. They'll have to hold up hold up their hands and count down the seconds on their fingers, and the quarterback's just going to have to pay attention to the referee to start the game tonight. Play clock is stuck on zero. The Minutemen will kick things off to start tonight's game. Cole Eichhorn will do kicking duties tonight, and he is awaiting the football. New Philadelphia. They've got a couple of guys back ready to return. C.J. Carlisle is one of those. And the other one is going to be Jordy Delacruz. A couple of playmakers for the Quakers. So the Minutemen will kick things off first tonight, and they'll kick the football off right to left as we see it, or north to south. New Philly trying to keep pace with Mansfield Senior and hope the Tigers slip up over the next three weeks at some point. Lexington, as I've talked about already in the pregame, a win tonight would pretty much solidify a playoff spot. So a lot on the line tonight here at Lex between the Quakers and the Minutemen, and Icorn will squib it, and we're underway at Lexington, and diving on it at the 43 is one of the Quaker up men, and that's going to be Cohen Winters, sophomore for the Quakers. He dives on it, and New Philly will have great field position to start tonight as they go from left to right. So Eaton Fausel will come on to run things for the new Philly offense. The six-foot junior, only 175 on the roster anyway. Looks a little bigger than that, but he's ready to go from the 43-yard line. New Philly's going to have one wide receiver each way, and they send one in motion. Fausel's going to be in the pistol to start tonight. And he will give off the left side and breaking through a hole and into the secondary for a first down all the way down to the new or to the uh, Lexington 38-yard line. It's going to be Jaden Bolts, and that's going to be a huge gain on the first play of the game. And now Cam Boozer's down at the 43-yard line, so not good on the first play of the game for the Minutemen there. And that rush by Bolts. Is going to be a gain of 19. And Boozer on his back at the 44-yard line. Trainer and Coach Saris both out there. First play of the night already, and that's not good for the Minutemen defense. I wouldn't say the defensive side of the ball is necessarily depleted, but they are missing a couple of guys, and Certainly Cam Boozer, one of your better tacklers and linebackers. Not good to see him on the ground early. He is up now and maybe an ankle injury, and that's not good. He's trying to put a little bit of weight on it. I wouldn't say it looks catastrophic, but he's certainly not putting a ton of weight on it, so something to keep an eye on there. Hopefully the Minutemen will see him again tonight on the defensive side of the ball. First 
So New Philly, after one play, has the ball already down to the Lex 38-yard line. Fousel going to go into the shotgun this time. He's got one wide receiver each way. Bolts on his left hip, and he sends a man in motion. He will pitch it to the motion man, and running off the left side is going to be Pete DiDonato. And that'll be a carry of about five yards on first down, maybe six. Gain of six on the play brings up second and four Lexington from the 32-yard line. So second down and four. Fouls into the pistol. He's going to give this time to Bolts off the left side. We've got a flag, and Bolts is going to get – Ellie fumbled it. The Minutemen picked it up on the far sideline. And if this is going to be – an illegal formation on the offense. The Minutemen are going to have a turnover already. We'll see what the penalty is. That was a fumble by Bolts. And the Minutemen picked it up, and I think they think they got a turnover. And it was just a sideline warning, so this should stand. And this is going to be Minutemen football. A big turnover as New Philly was already deep into Lex territory. And now the Minutemen will have the ball. So one turnover for the Minutemen already tonight. Something they did a lot of at the start of the year. And they get a fumble recovery. First and 10 Minutemen at their own 35. They're going to go five wide to start this game. Empty backfield for Joey Caudell. Four wide receivers off to the left, one to the right. Caudell. Takes, he's going to fling it out near flat to Seven Allen, and it's incomplete. He undershot him. So second and 10 for the Minutemen. They're at their own 35. They will send four wide receivers again to the left. It's... Powell, Wilson, Fogle, and Seven Allen to the left. Dontrell Hughes off to the right. Second and 10. Caudell, he's going to run it up the middle. He's got a little bit of room and gets out to the 40. It's going to be a gain of five and set up a third and five for the Minutemen early on here. Actually, they're only going to give him four as they push the ball back a yard there. So after the turnover, the Minutemen already face a third and six here. They're going to go four wide to the left again. We haven't seen this a whole lot this year. They're going to go one wide to the right, empty backfield for Joey Caudell. Third and six from the 39-yard line. He takes the snap. He's going to throw on third down. He's looking. Now he's going to run to the right. He's going to stop and throw, and he's got a man. It's Fogle, and he's going to get out of bounds on the far sideline. And I think, though, they're going to say that Caudell passed the line of scrimmage before he threw the ball, and I don't think this is going to count, and it is coming back. Joey Caudell had just stepped over the 39-yard line and threw that ball at about the 40, so it's not going to count. It was a great play by Joey, but he just didn't, he didn't pull up soon enough, and he went past the line of scrimmage before he threw it. And they're actually going to say ineligible receiver downfield, but 
which that could absolutely be the case as he rolled to the right there, but I think he was already past the line of scrimmage. Anyway, maybe they just missed that one and caught the ineligible man downfield. So that'll push him back five yards, and they'll get to redo the down, though. Third and 11 coming up from the 34-yard line. They'll come out four wide to the left again. One wide receiver to the right. They're actually going to go three wide to the left. Caudell in the pistol on third down. Back to the back, back to pass. He's going to roll right. He's going to throw up the middle of the field. He's got seven Allen at the 45-yard line of New Philly. And a big first down for the Minutemen. And they'll pick up 19 there. So that is a huge completion on third down there. A big conversion for the Minutemen to set up a first and 10 across midfield out to the new Philly 45-yard line. And here come the Minutemen out. They'll go Dontrell Hughes by himself to the right. Three wide receivers off to the left. Caudell in the pistol, and we might. Now they're going to send Dontrell Hughes off the field here and maybe say that uh, his knee pads aren't low enough. I've already seen that. On the kickoff, they sent two guys off the field for that. So now we're ready to play. One wide receiver off to the right. Three wide receivers off to the left. Caudell in the pistol. Markel Martin is the back. First and 10 from the new Philly 45. They'll fake a give. Caudell's going to run up the middle, and he'll stumble forward for maybe a yard. And so far tonight, the Minutemen have run it twice. Both times, Caudell on a QB keeper. He's got five yards. The big play on this drive, though, so far has been the 19-yard completion on third down to seven Allen. Minutemen took over on this drive after a fumble by New Philly on the second play of the game. It's second and nine. Minutemen at the New Philly 44 in the pistol. Caudell. Three wide receivers to the left, and he's going to throw. He's going to throw up the middle. Carter Wilson has it across the 40, down to the 39. That's going to be a gain of five. And a third and four. Actually, they'll give him six. Third and three coming up. Minutemen down to the new Philly 38-yard line. They'll send Powell by himself off to the right. Wilson, Fogle, and Allen off to the left. Caudell going to go into the pistol again with Markel Martin behind him. Third and three. Caudell will hand off. Markel Martin is going to be dragged down right at the line of scrimmage for no gain. And that sets up a fourth and three. And this could get interesting here, and we'll see what Coach Saris wants to do. And there is no sign of the punt unit coming on. Minutemen are going to go for it. And they're already out there. Here we go, fourth and three. Three wide receivers left, one to the right. Caudell in the pistol. He almost got a Quaker to jump, and he did jump offside. And the Minutemen are going to get a free first down. On fourth and three, they'll pick up five. Jumping off that left edge was Brody Gilland. And a good hard count there by Joey Caudell and the Minutemen. A free first down to keep this drive going. And they're down to the new Philly 33 now. So a first and 10 Minutemen. 
At the new Philly 33-yard line in the pistol, Caudell with three wide receivers off to the left, one to the right. He's going to run it off the left side, 30, and cuts back up the middle, and he'll get to about the 27-yard line. And it'll set up a second and short, so the Minutemen moving the football effectively. And it'll set up, they're actually going to give Joey six yards. Set up a second and four. And the Minutemen down to the New Philly 27. They'll go in the pistol again. Caudell with three wide receivers left, one to the right. Markel Martin still the back, and on second down, they're going to throw. Caudell winding up, throwing down the field into the corner of the end zone. Fogel's down there, and he got two hands on it, but he was hit as he tried to catch it, and the ball fell incomplete. And that'll bring up a third and four now for the Minutemen. They're at the new Philly 27-yard line. And here we go. Fogle by himself off to the right. Allen Wilson and Powell off to the left. Caudell in the pistol. It is third and four. He's back to pass. He's going to throw a quick route out to Fogle on the far sideline. Catches and dives across the 20. First down, Minutemen. They only needed four, and I think they got about eight or nine. Yep, they'll give him nine yards and a good play there from Caudell to Fogle. And the Minutemen come out quickly. They're in the red zone for the first time tonight, the State Farm red zone. Three wide receivers off to the left, one to the right. Caudell in the pistol. He will fake a give and run off the left side. He's to the 15 and down to about the 13-yard line. And that'll be a gain of about four for Joey Caudell. Second and six, Minutemen. From the 14-yard line, Caudell, he's going to send three wide receivers to the right this time in the pistol. He's back to pass. He's going to roll to the right, throw to the right. He's got seven Allen. No, it's Dontrell Hughes right at the sticks, and he gets out of bounds down at about the five-yard line, and that'll be a gain of nine and another first down and just a masterful drive right now for the Minutemen. And they're doing it all kinds of ways. First and goal, Minutemen, from the five-yard line. And it'll be first and goal from the five. And again, the Minutemen into the State Farm red zone. Call your local agent, Gary Fagan, for all of your insurance needs today. First and goal from the five, Caudell in the pistol. He's going to put Markel Martin on his left hip. He takes the snap, and Joey off the left side. He's going to power his way down near the goal line. He's pushing, and he's going to get down to about the one-yard line. So a gain of four for Joey there, and that'll set up a second and goal at the one. They're back up quickly, and the pistol. Now he's going to go under center, Caudell. 
He's going to take, and he's going to roll to the right, and he's going to get in for a touchdown Minutemen, and they have the first lead of the night. Joey Caudell from one yard out. And the Minutemen have the lead, six to nothing. So Joey Caudell opens up the scoring tonight for the Minutemen with a one-yard run, but a great drive by the Minutemen, 65-yard drive, and they did it all kinds of ways. We'll get you a recap here in just a second. Cole Eichhorn with the extra point. The snap was a little low, but they got the hold down, and the kick is up, and the kick is good by Cole Eichhorn. So with that, the Minutemen have a... 7-0 lead with 4.54 to go in the first quarter on fearthevillage.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is former Minuteman Nick Lazier, class of 2014, and you're listening to Lexington Football on fearthevillage.com. Minutemen have an early 7-0 lead here at home in a big game with the new Philadelphia Quakers. A win tonight pretty much solidifies the Minutemen a playoff spot. And they're doing a good job of Attempting to win this game so far. They already have a turnover tonight. And they took that turnover and then marched down the field 65 yards for a touchdown on the ensuing kickoff. Cole Eichhorn's going to line drive it to the 30, and it's caught by an up man and taken to the 40 and out to the 43. And it seems like no matter what the Minutemen do on kickoffs, New Philly's just going to start at the 43-yard line every time tonight regardless. That was Carson Long taking that one and returning it out to the 43. First and 10, New Philly now back out there for the second time tonight, their first drive. They ran three plays. They went 28 yards, but then they fumbled on the third of those three plays. And for the second time in a row, they'll start a drive at their own 43. Eaton Fausel and the shotgun, three wide receivers off to the right, nobody off to the left. There is a lot of room out there to the left side. Fausel now rearranging things. Bolts is on his right hip, and he's going to give to him, and they're going to run off that left side, and Bolts is going to get across the 50, and he'll pick up eight on first down. And now give Bolts 30 yards on the ground to start this game on three carries. So Jaden Bolts having a great game already, although he was the one that fumbled on the first drive. I'm sure he's going to. Try just a little bit harder to make up for that one. Second and two at the 49. Fausel in the shotgun. He's going to give this time off the left side. It's a different running back this time, and getting down over the 40 is going to be Miles Tyson. And that is going to be a gain of 10 for Tyson. 
So he comes in and gets his first carry of the night, and it already goes for 10 yards. Seven to nothing Lexington, if you're just tuning in. The Minutemen recovered a fumble and then marched down the field and scored a touchdown to start this game. Fousel has it first and 10 for the Quakers, and again up the middle Tyson this time, not going really anywhere. He'll pick up two. So after Jaden Bolts opened up the game with three carries and 30 yards, now we've seen Miles Tyson two carries in a row. The sophomore for the Quakers. A lot of young talent on this Quakers football team. Second and eight, the Quakers again are across midfield and marching into Lex territory. Down to the 37. Two wide receivers to the right. Fousel, though, is going to hand off. Bolts up the middle, and he's got nowhere to go. They're going to give him one. It's going to set up a third down and seven. So now the Minutemen have a great chance to get another stop here and try to get the ball back again. After New Philly has been in Lex territory both times tonight so far. Fousel sends three wide receivers off to the right, one to the left. It's third and seven at the Lex 36. Fousel, QB keeper up the middle, and he's going to get the first down. And he just kind of marched right up through a hole right down the middle, and he's going to pick up 10. And they'll give him actually nine and a first down new Philly down to the Lex 27-yard line. Just want to make sure I cross all my T's and dot all my I's when the Minutemen were down there in the State Farm red zone. Call Gary Fragan at 419-747-2217 for all of your insurance needs here in Mansfield. First and 10 Quakers. They are at the Lex 27, and they'll give Bolts off the left side. He's going to hit the edge, and he's going to end up picking up about five yards off that left edge. So Bolts keeps things moving. Five carries now for 36 yards already here in the first quarter. 2.15 to go in the first quarter. Lex up 7 to nothing. New Philly will send on a bunch of new guys here. Wide receivers, two of them coming off to the right, one to the left. They'll put a tight end on the right side as well. Fousel's going to be in the pistol. It is second and four at the Lex 21. Fousel takes. He's going to give Bolts again up the middle, and he's going to be right near a first down. I believe they are going to they're going to give it to him a first down for the Quakers and now they're in the red zone for the first time tonight down to the Lex 17 yard line and now they'll send on five new guys again every other play the Quakers send five new guys on the field it seems like Two wide receivers off to the right, one to the left. They're in the pistol again with Bolts, and they won't give it to him this time. They're going to throw out here to the near flat, and getting down across the 10 and getting drilled is going to be Pete DiDonato. That'll be his second catch of the night, and a gain of nine. Now they'll give him eight, second and two coming up. So Fousel now is only thrown twice. For 14 yards, both times to D. Donato. 
And the Quakers now have it first and 10 at the Lex nine-yard line. Or excuse me, second and one at the Lex nine-yard line. They're going to throw, and Fausel's going to put it to the back of the end zone. It's incomplete just because it was out of bounds. It was actually caught. What a catch over there. In the corner of the end zone, Owen Shoals, but he was well out of bounds. But, man, he made a nice little diving grab there. So third and two now. Fousel into the pistol. And he's going to keep it off the right side, and he is going to get the first down and get down to about the five, a gain of four. So that'll set up a first and goal for the Quakers. They're trying to answer back here. They turned it over on their first drive. The Minutemen recovered a fumble at their own 35 and marched 65 yards down the field. Lex has it seven to nothing. Or Lex at that point led seven to nothing. And now this is the ensuing drive. And New Philly started this drive at their own 43. And they are going to let the quarter end with a first and goal at the five when we come back. It's seven to nothing, Lex, here at home against the Quakers on fearthevillage.com. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Captain Matthew Sheets, and you're listening to Miniman Football on fearthevillage.com. Well, let's take an early look at the OCC scoreboard already out at Worcester. The Generals have a 7-3 lead over Mansfield Senior. Down at uh, Mount Vernon, the Yellow Jackets with a 3-0 lead over Madison, and West Holmes has a 7-6 lead at Ashland in the second quarter. In the MOAC, Shelby with an early 7-0 lead over Clear Fork. Ontario leads Marion Harding 7-0. And River Valley with a 7-6 lead over Highland. No score yet between Galleon and Marion Pleasant. And boy, does Galleon need a win. They are, they are bleeding right now, and they desperately they need a win. They started the year hot, and the Tigers over in Galleon, they need one right now. First and goal from the five. New Philly with their first real chance to score here tonight to start the second quarter. Fousel's going to line him up almost in a power pistol look here. Just tight ends and running backs everywhere. They will give off the left side and going nowhere. That's going to be Tyson for no gain. Minutemen stop him at the five. It'll set up a second and goal at the five. See if the Minutemen defense here can make a stand. This would be a big stand early on here, especially with a lead. They'll go two wide receivers off to the right. In the shotgun this time, Fousel. He's going to take and roll to the right. He's going to look right. And he's going to go down at about the four-yard line. We've got a flag in the end zone, though, and usually this is probably going to be a hold in the secondary. 
And I think it is going to be a hold on the Minutemen, although we'll see. It could be a hold on the offense because Fausel did roll out there, but nope, they're going to get the defense. So this will be half the distance to the goal, and they'll redo the down. So it'll be second down still, and it'll be second and goal from about the two-and-a-half-yard line. Man, that's a huge penalty too because where that flag came in, Fausel was rolling the complete opposite direction. So it really didn't have any effect on the play, but – Still got to make the call, and unfortunately for the Minutemen there, that's going to hurt them. They could have had it third and goal at the five, but instead it's second and goal at the two and a half. Fausel back into the shotgun again. He's going to run it off the right side, and he's hit, and he's going to be drugged down, but he was able to extend and reach for the end zone. Touchdown, Quakers, and they are an extra point away from tying this thing back up. So a three-yard rushing touchdown. Four. Eaton Fausel. And now we will. And to attempt the point after 17, Aiden Mushrush. Await the extra point here. Snap is back. Hold is down, and the kick is up, and it just literally made it over the the goalpost by an inch by Aiden Mushrush, and the extra point barely is good. And it is seven to seven here at Lex, New Philly and Lexington. Lex Ball. When we come back on FearTheVillage.com. Locally owned and operated, the life support team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. This is Carter Newman, and you're listening to Minutemen Football on fearthevillage.com. 7-7, seven to seven, Minutemen and Quakers. If you're just joining us or if you're tuning back in, we apologize for the technical difficulties a little bit ago. Always got to be on your toes here with Mr. Icorn. We got moved around last minute, so we don't have the Internet connection we usually have here at home tonight, so... Trying to work through that, and hopefully we'll stay on the rest of the night. The kickoff goes short. It's going to be taken by Markel Martin up to the 20. 25 makes a move, gets to the outside 30, and breaking tackles down to the 35, a decent return for Markel Martin, and that'll set up a great uh, field position here for the Minutemen on their second drive of the night, and they will have it at their own 35-yard line. And now with the quarter change a moment ago, we'll go left to right now for the Minutemen. They'll be heading towards the north end zone here in the second quarter. 7-7, seven to 10-49 seven, to go in the second quarter. As always, we'll keep an eye on the scoreboard from around the conference tonight for you. Still nothing changed from just a moment ago when I gave you those scores. Worcester still ahead at Mansfield, or excuse me, at home against Mansfield Senior. That would be huge for Senior or huge, huge for Lexington if Worcester gets that win. First and 10 minute men, Caudell starts this drive in the pistol, and he will hand it off to Mason Green, and Mason's going to lose a couple. His first carry of the night, and it went backwards. So, again, if, if Worcester can somehow 
Get that upset at home over senior high. That helps Lexington tremendously. Because the Minutemen beat Worcester just a few weeks ago. So anytime Worcester wins, that helps the Minutemen. And especially with a win over senior high, that would really help Lexington. Second and 12 in the pistol again. Caudell's going to throw. He's back. He's looking. Now he's going to roll to the right. We've got a flag. It's probably going to be a hold. And now we've got another flag coming in. And poor Aiden Nichols looking around because <laughs> I know the second flag hit him in the leg. The first flag was thrown right under his foot, so he had flags coming in all around him. And unfortunately, we're going to get a hold on the Minutemen, and this is going to set them way back. This is going to be third. Well, they'll redo second down. This is going to be like second and 30 here. Although Aiden Nichols coming over. And talking to Coach Saris about something, he was escorted over by the referee. I'm not sure if he said something. We're going to have to get a backup lineman in there. So, New Philly's actually going to decline the penalty and make it third down and 12. So, they'll take the play. They'll take the down but not the yardage. So instead of second and 30, it's going to be third and 12. Minute men send one man off to the left. It's Hughes. Three wide receivers off to the right. And the pistol, third and 12. Caudell's going to roll to the right. He's looking down the near sideline. He's going to be hit and drugged down way back at the 27. A big sack there by who other? Then Jaden Bolts, the starting running back, who's already had a bunch of carries tonight for the Minutemen. Well, now he's also got a sack. And the Minutemen, back at their own 28, are going to have to get set to punt this thing away. So Markale Martin, for the first time tonight, will be sent on to punt this thing away, standing back at his own 14-yard line. Down here to return for the Quakers is Carson Long. And it's a pretty good snap. And Markel's going to get it away. And he was hit. And we're going to get a flag. It's going to be run, uh, roughing the kicker. And Long makes the catch down here at the 40. But we're going to have to get this penalty sorted out as the Quakers just <laughs> they murdered Markel Martin there at about the 15-yard line. And the flag came in immediately. So we'll await the official call and see where they mark this thing off. Referees talking to Coach Saris. Have to see about that penalty yardage. I think I said it was fourth and 12. It was actually fourth and 17. So they're going to call it running into the kicker. It's only going to be a five-yard penalty. So now it'll be fourth and 12, and they will redo the punt. From their own 33, Markel Martin's standing at about his own 20. And he was lucky to get that thing out of there. Of course, if you block the kick and run into the kicker, it's not a penalty. But the Quakers couldn't get there in time to block it. They just flat out ran right into him. So we'll redo it here. Another good snap, and Markel Martin gets this thing away, and it's going to be an end-over-end kick, and it's going to take, thankfully, a great roll for the Minutemen because that thing in the air only went about 15 yards, but it went another 10 on the ground, and it'll go, it'll go down to the 
New Philly 43-yard line. And again, for the third time tonight, New Philly's had the ball three times. All three times they've started at their own 43. Weird how high school sports work sometimes. The ball just seems to end up at the 43 every single time New Philly's about to take over. Nine minutes to go, second quarter. It is 7-7 here at Lexington. New Philly with the football for the fourth time tonight. Fousel in the shotgun from the 43. It's first and 10. He's got four wide receivers, and he's going to throw to one of them on the far side. It's a long, and he fumbles it, and Carson Long, and the ball is on the on the ground, and I think New Philly's going to get it, though, as the big lineman down there, Garrett Dillon Rhine, gets in there, and he'll recover it for about a five-yard loss. So <laughs> Carson Long caught that thing, and as soon as he turned up the field, he got popped and dropped it. That's the second fumble already in the first half for the Quakers. That'll push them all the way back to their own 38, second and 15. Fousel in the pistol, four wide, and he's going to hand it off on second and long, and it's Fultz, and he's going to be drugged down for no gain. And that'll set up a third and really long for the Quakers here, back at their own 38-yard line. So the Minutemen defense so far tonight, flying around, making plays. They did give up the one long drive to the Quakers for a touchdown, but they forced two fumbles now. And now they forced a third and 15 from the 38-yard line. Fousel, two wide to the right, one to the two to the left. He's going to send a man in motion, takes the snap. Fousel back to pass. He's looking up the middle of the field, and it's caught. And getting down to the Lex 45, they needed 15. They got 17, and that was Pete DiDonato. Man, he just seems to find the sticks, and he gets just right past them every time he touches it. DiDonato now with three catches, 31 yards. In fact, all of Fousel's completions have come to DiDonato. First and 10, New Philly. Out to the Lex 45, and the pistol this time. Fousel takes the snap. He's going to throw out to the far sideline. It is caught and hit into the sideline over there was Owen Scholes, and he'll pick up six, and he was hit out of bounds by Cam Boozer. Good to see him back in the game. So second target tonight for Scholes. And that was his first completion, though, his first catch for six yards. Second and four now. Out to the Lex 39 and the pistol again. They're going to throw again. Fousel looks left, now rolls right. Now he's going to throw out of bounds. He had to throw it away. Mason Green was putting the heat on him there. And it's incomplete. So another big third down on this drive for the Minutemen. Just a moment ago, they had New Philly third and 15. The Quakers were able to get 17. And now here we are again, third and four. New Philly at the Lex 39-yard line. They'll send one wide receiver to each side in the shotgun this time. Fousel 
Sends a man in motion. He's going to take and pitch, and it's Di Donato off the right side, and he's just going to get the first down again. I'm telling you, if it's third down, whatever amount the Quakers need, Di Donato's going to get one more than that. They needed four, and he just got five. So that'll be a new set of downs for the Quakers. It's first and ten at the Lex 34. Minutemen here need to string together a couple of stops and force another third and long before it gets too late. And the pistol, first and ten. Fausel takes. He's going to hand off off the left side. Bolts, Jaden Bolts. He's going to be wrapped up and taken down by Mason Green at about the 31. It'll be a gain of three. So Jaden Bolts kind of got off to a hot start. And after his first three carries of the night, he hasn't gone for more than five yards on any carry. Minutemen have kept him at five yards or less now on five straight carries. So Minutemen uh, run defense dialing in here a little bit. Second and seven at the 31. Fausel in the shotgun, two wide to the right, one to the left. He takes, he's going to roll to the right. He's going to run to the right, and he's going to get hit, and he's going to jump over the 30-yard line and land down at about the 28, and it'll be a gain of three, and it'll set up a third down. Third down for the Minutemen defense, third and four. Well, third and about three and a half. We'll call it third and four. This will be the third, third down of the drive for New Philly. Minutemen need to capitalize on one of these third downs and get a stop. They'll go bunches. Two off to the right, stacked on top of each other. Two to the left. They'll send a man in motion in the shotgun. Fausel pitches it off the right side. Minutemen have it bottled up, and the Quakers aren't going to get there. And it was C.J. Carlisle for his first touch of the night. And he's only going to get... Maybe one. So a big fourth and three now. The Quakers certainly do not have the kicker to kick from here. This would be a long one. This will be about a 40, about a 42-yarder from here probably. Or excuse me, this would be about a 47-yarder from here if they did kick it. And we've got a timeout. Timeout Quakers. We'll take one with them. 4.23 to go in the second quarter. This game's moving quickly tonight. It's tied at seven. And the Quakers take a timeout. We'll see what they do when we come back on fearthevillage.com. So I switched my insurance to State Farm, and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name. And get this, they actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent, it's called service. Call State Farm agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. This is Braden Fogel, and you're listening to Minimum Football on fearthevillage.com. 7-7 here in the second quarter at Lexington. New Philly and Lexington deadlocked with 4.23 to go in the second quarter. Down at Mount Vernon, it seems we have a score correction. Madison is actually leading that game at Mount Vernon right now, 10 to nothing. And Worcester still with a 7-3 lead over senior high. 
in the second quarter at Fallis Field. It is fourth and three out of the timeout. Fausel's going to go into the shotgun. Three wide receivers, and he's going to take, and he's going to run off the left side, and he is not going to get there. I don't think he's going to get it. He's going to be a yard short. The Minutemen are going to take over, and they'll take over at their own 25, only a gain of two. They needed three. Man, it looked like Fausel was going to have all kinds of room there off the left side, but the Minutemen just kind of closed that gap quickly, and they were all over it, and a huge stop because, man, it looked like the Quakers were going to drive down here and score before halftime, but now the Minutemen have plenty of time to go back the other way and get a score, and they get the ball to start the second half so they could try to double up here on the Quakers. They'll take over at their own 25-yard line. Wilson and Allen off to the left, Fogel off to the right in the pistol. They'll give off the right side. It's Markel Martin dancing around up across the 30, and he'll pick up six, so a good first down gain there for the Minutemen. Second and four coming up. Gain of six on the play. Second and four Minutemen. So that was the first positive yardage carry from Arkale Martin on the night. He's only carried the ball twice so far for six yards. Second and four from their own 31. Two wide receivers left, one to the right in the pistol again. Caudell will hand off again. Markale Martin keeps his legs moving, and he somehow spins out to about the 34, and it'll be a gain of three more, but it'll set up a third and one. So leading the way tonight so far on the ground for the Minutemen, Joey Caudell with 20 yards on six carries. Markel Martin now three carries for nine yards. Receiving the football tonight, Seven Allen has one catch for nine yard, or 19 yards. Braden Fogel, nine yards receiving. Dontrell Hughes with nine and Wilson with six. Third and one, Joey Caudell's going to keep it up the middle, and he's going to get the first down by about a half a yard. He needed a half a yard, and he got a full yard. First and ten minute, men, and that puts them out at their own 36, and now they can continue to kind of eat this clock up here. 2.50 to go in the first half. They do have all three timeouts, so no reason to rush quite yet. Certainly don't want to give the ball back to New Philly before halftime. Man, this has got to be the fastest moving first half of the year so far. It's first and 10 minute men at their own 36. They'll send three wide receivers off to the left, one to the right. Caudell in the pistol. He's going to fake a handoff and keep it, and he is going to be blasted in the backfield for a loss of three. Now if you're the minute men, you got to kind of get up and get moving here. Because that sets you back now, back to the 33. Second and 13. Minutemen haven't had a ton of big plays tonight so far. Neither team really has. No team has had a play longer than 30 yards, or excuse me, longer than 20 yards. Each team has just been kind of dinking and diming their way down the field. Second and 13, two, three wide receivers off to the left, one to the right in the pistol again. Caudell takes. He's going to throw on second down. He's looking right. He's got a man to the right. It's Fogel down at the 30, and he couldn't make the grab. And we're going to get a flag on the play down at the 25, pass interference. And this will be 15 yards for the Minutemen and a free first down, and more importantly, 15 yards. 
And Fogle, he had his man beat, but Joey couldn't wind up and get it down as far as he needed to. So Fogle kind of had to turn around and try to come back to it, and that's when the uh, the defensive back just kind of leveled him there. And I want to say it was Carson Long down here on the coverage. So a big, big penalty there. That puts the Minutemen at their own 48-yard line, still with all three timeouts, a minute 37 to go in the half. And if they end up scoring here, this will be some of the best clock management of the year. Going to need a couple of big plays here, though. But a big first down there. First and 10 now, Minutemen at their own 48-yard line. They break the huddle, and they'll send Hughes and Wilson off to the left, Fogle off to the right. Cam Boozer, the tight end on the left side. Caudell in the pistol. He takes. He's going to hand off. Markel Martin off the left side trying to get the edge. He's across the 50 and dives out to about the 49. Now they're going to say his knee hit down at the 50, so only a gain of two. Second and eight coming up. Now the clock is rolling quickly here, 115 to go in the half. Still have all three timeouts. But you can't take up too much more time. Minutemen going to send out their wide receivers. We're going to have receivers everywhere on this play. They're going to have three wide receivers. Well, now they're still getting lined up. Two wide receivers right, two to the left, second and eight from the 50. Caudell in the pistol, takes the snap, back to pass. He's looking, he's looking. Far sideline, it's Hughes caught it. And he's going to get slung out of bounds down at the 37-yard line, a gain of 13, a first down, and more importantly, the clock is going to stop with 50 seconds left. And Dontrell Hughes with his second catch of the night. He's got 22 yards receiving. Caudell now with five completions for 56 yards, five for seven for Joey. First and 10 minute men down to the new Philly 37. Two wide receivers right, two to the left. Pistol again, Caudell back to pass. He's rolling to the right. He's got time, he's got time. He's winding up, throwing. Fogle down the far, down the near sideline. He bobbled it into the sideline and couldn't bring it in. Incomplete. Second and 10 now, that does stop the clock again. Minutemen still with all three timeouts, now down to 41 seconds. And Seven Allen limping over here on the sideline, so I'm not sure what happened there. We haven't seen him in the last couple plays. Looks like he's going to be ready to go back in here, though, in a minute. Second and 10 from the new Philly, 37. Minutemen trying to score before halftime. They'll send two wide receivers to each side. And the pistol again. Caudell takes the snap. He's back, he's looking short, and he's got a man on the far sideline. It's Gage Powell, he caught it and turned and dove into the sideline. Down at the 30, and a gain of seven. Stops the clock, and it'll set up a third and three. So Gage Powell's first catch of the night. And he did a good job of turning immediately and diving to the sideline to stop the clock. Heads up play there. Sec, uh, third and three from the 30. Caudell with two wide receivers each way. He's in the pistol, and now he's looking over for a new play call. And the Minutemen going to take a timeout here. 36 seconds to go in the first half. 
Seven to seven, Minutemen trying to drive here and get the lead back. They're at the new Philly 30-yard line, third and three, when we come back on fearthevillage.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is former Minuteman Nick Lazier, class of 2014, and you're listening to Lexington Football on fearthevillage.com. Minutemen just used their first time out of the half. They've got two left, 36 seconds to go in the first half. They're all the way down to the new Philly 30-yard line, and they're trying to strike here before halftime. So here we go out of the timeout. It is third and three. Three wide receivers off to the right, one to the left. Caudell sends Carter Wilson in motion from right to left. Caudell now waits and takes the snap. He's back to pass. He's looking down the middle of the field. He's got Fogel down there. A lot of contact down at the goal line, but no call. And the pass was batted away and incomplete. Fourth down coming up. And now the decision to make for the Minutemen. I mean, I think you pretty much have to go for it here. You're all the way down at New Phillies 30. If you turn it over on downs here, it's not the end of the world with only 29 seconds to go in the half. So the Minutemen will go for it. Fourth and three at the new Philly 30-yard line. They'll send Fogel and Carter Wilson off to the right. Dontrell Hughes and Gage Powell off to the left. Mason Green is the tailback in the pistol. Caudell, fourth and three from the 30, and we've got movement. Somebody moved. On that offensive line for the Minutemen, and that's going to be a five-yard penalty. That'll push the Minutemen back to the 35 now. Only have to get down to about the 27 for a first down. And there's still plenty of time to do that because you have two timeouts and you can always use the sidelines, which they've done really well this drive at doing. So now the Minutemen will have to come up with something to get a few more yards. Fourth and eight from the 35-yard line. They'll send three wide receivers off to the right this time. Fogel by himself to the left. Caudell in the pistol. He takes the snap. He's back to pass. He's looking left. Now he's going to run left and throw on the run. He's got him, man. It's Mason Green. He breaks a tackle. He's still breaking tackles down across the 20. And he's going to be out of bounds down at the 18-yard line. What a play. 17 yards. Mason Green. Just a little heads-up play there. He made a block and then just kind of ran about four or five yards, turned around, sat down right in the middle of the field, and, man, it's a good thing he was there because Caudell was out of options. And a big play there from Caudell to Mason Green. You don't see Mason catch a lot of passes, but that was a huge one to keep this drive alive. With 17 seconds left in the half, the Minutemen are down to the 17-yard line, and they use their second time out of the half. And the Minutemen again in the State Farm Red Zone, brought to you by Gary Fagan. And this would be a huge score right before halftime, considering the fact that the Minutemen get the ball to start the second half. 
Of course, we'll get you full scores at halftime, but just a couple updates right now. Senior High has taken the lead at Worcester 10-7. Madison has extended their lead at Mount Vernon to 17, 17-0. And at halftime, West Holmes leads Ashland 7-6. Over in the MOAC, Ontario up 27-0 again. The Warriors are going to keep rolling. It is first and 10, Minutemen in the red zone, down to the new Philly 17. Two wide receivers each way out of the timeout. Caudell in the pistol takes the snap. He's going to throw. Well, first he's going to roll to the right. Now he's going to throw into the end zone, and it's incomplete in the corner of the end zone. He was looking for Fogle, and there were just Quakers everywhere. There was no way Braden Fogle was going to get that ball. Fogle now has been targeted five times tonight, only with one catch for nine yards. So New Philly done a great job on him, but it's not like Joey hasn't taken advantage of that elsewhere. Six different Minutemen have caught a pass tonight. But Fogle by far leads in targets. He's got five. The next Minuteman below him, Seven Allen and Dontrell Hughes, each have two targets. Second and ten. Ten seconds left now. Three wide receivers off to the right, one to the left. From the 17, Caudell takes the pistol snap. He's back to pass. He's going to have to roll right, and he's going to run. He's to the 15, to the 10, cutting across the field down to the 5, and he gets the first down and a timeout. Coach Saris gets it with two seconds left. And that'll be a 12-yard run by Joey Caudell, a heads-up run. Down to the 5, and whatever the Minutemen decide to do next will be the last play of the half. So we'll take a quick break with them. Two seconds left in the half. It's tied at seven. Minutemen have it down at the new Philly five-yard line. Final play of the half coming up on fearthevillage.com. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Captain Matthew Sheets, and you're listening to Minuteman Football on fearthevillage.com. Well, the Minutemen in an interesting predicament here. Their kicker is out tonight. Will Perkins decided he wasn't going to play. And Cole Eichhorn, the backup kicker, I mean, this is within his range, but it's over on the far hash. And the Minutemen are just going to go ahead and go for it here at the five-yard line. You're already down there. You've marched all this way. You've taken over four minutes off the clock. You might as well try to end it the right way going into halftime. So here we go out of the timeout. Two wide receivers off to the right, one to the left. Caudell going to be in the pistol. Markel Martin is the back behind him. Caudell takes the snap. He's going to throw into the end zone. It's Carter Wilson. Touchdown. And no, they say he dropped it, but we might have. A, maybe a helmet-to-helmet. Helmet. I'm not sure if the proper term in high school football is targeting, but if this were college football, I think that's what the call would be down right at the goal line. Carter Wilson hung on to that thing all the way until he hit the ground, and they called it incomplete, but I think we're going to have one untimed down here at about the two-and-a-half-yard line. And nope, they're going to take the flag away. So whatever the referee thought he saw, they're not going to call it. 
And that is how the half will end, unfortunately. Man, Carter Wilson had that thing all the way till he hit the ground, and he was just blindsided by the defender there. I'm not sure if they were going to call a helmet-to-helmet -helmet on that. Whatever they were going to call, they took it back. So that is how the half will end, unfortunately. The Minutemen did a fantastic job marching down the field. They got all the way down to the five-yard line. They took four minutes and 24 seconds off the clock, but they weren't able to score right before half, and we'll head into halftime deadlocked at seven. Minutemen will get the ball to start the second half. Man, what an interesting end of the half there. But the Minutemen doing a great job of moving the football up and down the field tonight, and the defense has also caused two fumbles. So we'll see if they can uh, come out here in the second half, make a few adjustments, and get out of here with a win. 7-7. Seven to seven. When we come back, we will have all of the scores from North Central Ohio for you tonight. And uh, we'll get you full stats from the first half as well. And uh, we'll get you set for second half action. Again, it's New Philly 7, Lexington 7 here on fearthevillage.com. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget. But the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors, working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team. 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call. 419-522-2020. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. So I switched my insurance to State Farm and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town and get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name. And get this. 
They actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent, it's called service. Call State Farm Agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. It is halftime here at Lexington High School, week number eight of high school football. And so far, these teams pretty much dead even. It's seven to seven, and each team has been marching up and down the field tonight, but uh, neither team has really been able to bust this game open. Corey Durbin back here with you on the BP Electric Halftime Show. Check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. Stats to start things here on the Halftime Show. For the Minutemen tonight, they have run the ball 14 times for 39 yards. Joey Caudell leading the way for the Minutemen with nine carries, 30 yards. Markel Martin, four carries for 11 yards. Mason Green, one carry for minus two yards. Throwing the ball tonight, Joey Caudell, seven for 12, 80 yards through the air. And he's hit six different receivers. Braden Fogel has one catch for nine yards. Seven Allen, one catch for 19 yards. Mason Green has one catch for 17 yards. Gage Powell, one catch for seven yards. Dontrell Hughes leads the Minutemen with two receptions tonight for 22 yards. And Carter Wilson had one catch for six yards. So uh, the Minutemen tonight uh, doing a good job keeping things balanced. 80 yards passing, 39 yards rushing. Not a huge total at halftime. I mean, that's only 119 yards of total offense, but... They've really they've only had the ball three times and two of those drives they marched right down the field and they only didn't score on the last one because they ran out of time there at halftime but they had a chance at the goal line and uh, I kind of heard some of the coaches leaving the press box here they thought that Carter Wilson caught that ball and caught it through the ground meaning they think the ground caused the fumble and of course that cannot be the case so. They thought it was a touchdown. Referees said it wasn't, but the Minutemen uh, haven't had the ball much tonight as far as drives go, but when they've had the ball, they've eaten a lot of clock, and they've marched up and down the field at will. They only have seven points to show for it. For the Quakers on the ground, they've run the ball eight times. Excuse me, that's not correct. They have run the ball a total of 16 times tonight for the Quakers on the ground, and they have run it for 77 yards total. Fausel, uh, the quarterback, has five carries, 21 yards. The starting running back, Jaden Bolts, has eight carries for 44 yards, and then also getting in on the action with a couple of carries tonight for the Quakers, Miles Tyson, with three carries for 12 yards. Passing the ball tonight, Fausel uh, has... Six completions for 43 yards. Pete DiDonato has most of those catches. He's got four of the six receptions for the Quakers for 36 yards. Uh, Also for the Quakers, they did have Owen Scholes get into the action with one catch for six yards. And then I should say they actually had seven completions because they did have a one-yard completion to C.J. Carlisle, and it only went for one yard. Um, Jaden, excuse me, the uh, 
Quakers had one sack in the first half, and it was Jaden Bolts. So neither team really lighting it up with plays in the backfield. But the Minutemen have forced two fumbles. They recovered one of them. But they don't have any sacks, and the Quakers with no turnovers on defense, and they only have one sack. So kind of a just kind of a weird game. Neither team really, obviously neither team scoring a ton. The defenses have done a good job of bending but not breaking, but not really many huge plays on defense either way. So got to keep an eye on that moving forward. I think this is just going to kind of be a game of who can – finally find their way into the end zone. That's who's going to win. And, I mean, that may sound obvious, but at this point, that's what it's going to be. The next team to score may be the team that wins. It's only 7-7 seven to seven here at halftime at Lexington. When we come back, we'll get you full scores from around the area, all the conferences in our area tonight, and a couple of su surprising scores coming in, especially here in the OCC for sure. Keep an eye on that, and I'll get you updated on all that when we come back as the BP Electric Halftime Show rolls on. It's 7-7, seven seven, New Philly and Lexington at halftime here on fearthevillage.com. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. 
So I switched my insurance to State Farm and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town and get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name. And get this. They actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent, it's called service. Call State Farm agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. Halftime here at Lexington as the New Philly Quaker Marching Band just wrapped up their performance and the Band of Gold is now on the field getting set for their halftime performance. Corey Durbin back here with you at Lexington High School. Let's take a look at some scores from around North Central Ohio and we'll start as always in the OCC. Pretty interesting score here down at Energy Field. At uh, Mount Vernon, it is Madison 17, Mount Vernon nothing at halftime. So Madison looking for their first win of the year. It is Mansfield senior leading Worcester 10-7. That game is out at Follis Field in Worcester. So senior high struggling a little bit out there at Worcester. They managed to get the lead there in the second half, and they took it into halftime. So just a slim lead there for the Tigers, 10-7. And then West Holmes in the third quarter is right now leading Ashland 7-6. So a much different game tonight for West Holmes than it was last week. They're struggling to put up some points against Ashland tonight. Over in the MOAC, Galleon just, I'm not sure what happened to them. It just seems like they ran out of gas this season. Uh, Marion Pleasant right now leads the Galleon Tigers at halftime 7-0. It's Highland 23, River Valley 21. Ontario is going to go to 8-0 now as they're already up 34 to nothing over Marion Harding. And a really surprising one here. Clear Fork and Shelby deadlocked at 14. Man, if Clear Fork could get a win, that would be massive for the Minutemen. Down in the northern 10, Carey is uh, looking to stay at the top of that conference. And right now they're doing a good job of that. They're up 56 to nothing at halftime over Bucyrus. Also at halftime, it's Seneca East 14, Mohawk 7. Colonel Crawford in a close one at halftime, leads Winford 23-19. And still in the second quarter, Buckeye Central leading Upper Sandusky 14-7. Buckeye Central started the season hot, and then they cooled off big time. They're looking to get things back on the right track there, and they do have the lead over Upper Sandusky. And the Firelands, uh, Plymouth playing a non-conference game tonight at Lucas. The Cubs lead the Big Red, 35 to nothing. It's Monroeville 21, Mapleton 6, that game at halftime. Norwalk St. Paul shutting out Crestview at halftime, 27 nothing. And also at halftime, Western Reserve leads South Central, 38 to 8. Down in the KMAC, Loudonville 21, Cardington nothing. It is East Knox leading Fredericktown, the uh, little bit of a rivalry there in the KMAC at halftime. East Knox 14. Fredericktown 7, and Danville looking to keep things going there. They are running the table in the KMAC this year. Still undefeated, and they're going to still be undefeated after tonight. Danville leads Centerburg 38-8. A few other scores tonight. Gibsonburg leads Willard 21-0. It is Corey Rawson 7, Ridgedale 6, 
Harden Northern leads Crestline at halftime 50 to nothing. It is Waynedale 21, Hillsdale 14. It is Sandusky Perkins 35, Norwalk nothing. Manchester leads Worcester Triway 7 to 6. And Upper Scioto Valley leads Marion Elgin 32 to 16. Right here at Lex, it is 7-7, the Minutemen and the new Philadelphia Quakers deadlocked. And the halftime show rolls on as we're just under eight minutes from second half kickoff. When we come back, we will uh, get you ready for the second half here on fearthevillage.com. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419 419- 571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors. Working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of Ohio. H.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. So I switched my insurance to State Farm and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town and get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name. And get this. They actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent, it's called service. Call State Farm agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. 
Back here at Lexington High School, the BP Electric Halftime Show rolls on as the Band of Gold is just wrapping up their halftime performance. We're just under five minutes to go until second half kickoff. The Minutemen will receive the second half kickoff here in just a few moments. And while we wait on both teams to take the field, we will take one final break, and when we come back, we will have second-half action from here at Lexington. As at halftime, the 5-2 and two Quakers are tied with the 3-4 and four Minutemen 7-7. Seven seven. When we come back, we'll have second-half kickoff, and hopefully the Minutemen can rally and get a win here and get back to 500, and more importantly, for all intents and purposes, a win tonight, I mean, it's it's going to lock up a playoff spot for the Minutemen. So see if they can get the job done when we come back on fearthevillage.com. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house, don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699 or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors, working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OA. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. So I switched my insurance to State Farm, and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town, and get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed, and get this. My actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name, and get this. 
they actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent, it's called service. Call State Farm Agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. Just about set for second half action here at Lexington High School, where a little bit of a breeze is picking up, moving from uh, west to east. It's actually kind of starting to, I wouldn't say it's whipping around here in the press box, but it is. There's a, there's a nice little steady breeze starting to pick up, so we'll see if that plays any type of factor into uh, the rest of the game tonight. Corey Durbin back with you getting set for second half action. The Minutemen will start the second half with the football. And it's tied 7-7. Minutemen trying to take the lead for the second time tonight. They opened up the scoring back in the first half, back in the first quarter with a one-yard touchdown run from Joey Caudell. And... uh, See if the Minutemen can put together a second-half offensive performance here and put this game away. As Aiden Mushrush gets set to kick it off, and he'll kick it down the near sideline to start the second half. Markel Martin has it, 25, going all the way across the field, 30. Over the 30, out to the 32. And the second half is underway here on fearthevillage.com. Glad to have you along with us tonight. Lexington will start this drive. At their own 33-yard line is where they'll mark it. 7-7. Lexington will go right to left or north to south to start this third quarter. They had a really nice drive to end the half there, almost four and a half minutes, but they got down to the two-yard line and couldn't get it in, ran out of time. So the Minutemen have moved the ball quite well tonight, but only have seven points on the board. They'll start this drive at their own 33 in the shotgun. Caudell for the first time tonight in the shotgun. Three wide receivers, takes the snap. He will give it off the left side. Mason Green has room to run across the 35, out to the 38. And a big pile of Minutemen and Quakers there will stop the progress after a gain of five. So Mason Green finally gets back into the positive side of the yardage on the Stat sheet. He's got two carries for three yards now. Second and five coming up for the Minutemen at their own 38. They've done a good job of just kind of controlling the offense, controlling the ball, controlling the clock. Two wide receivers off to the right, one to the left, and the shotgun again they'll give. Mason Green dances through a hole there, and he'll get the first down out to the 44. And he did a great job there at the line of scrimmage to dance through and dance past one of his blockers. And he'll pick up six and a first down minute men. So Mason Green coming out here, starting the second half nicely for the minute men. Two carries for 11 yards. And already Lex has their first first down of the second half. Out to their own 45-yard line. They'll send Wilson and Powell off to the right, Fogel off to the left. And the shotgun again, Caudell with Green on his right hip, and he gives it to Mason Green off the left side, dancing around, and he'll fight his way out to the 47, a gain of two. Second and eight coming up. 
So now Mason Green and Markel Martin each have four carries, and they each have 11 yards on the ground. Minutemen have run it 17 times tonight for a total of 52 yards, so really only about three yards per carry. It's not like they're lighting it up on the ground, but they've had timely rushes that have gotten them big first downs throughout the uh, first half, and now here on this first drive of the second half. Two wide receivers off to the right, one to the left. Shotgun again for Caudell. He takes. This time it'll be Markel Martin. He's going to dance up the middle and back to the left, and he'll get about three yards out to the 50, and they're still pushing the pile, and the Minutemen are going to get an extra two yards there on that last push. And now I think they're going to say the ball came out. The referees, though, are saying it was down, and Markel Martin there with about six yards by the time it's all said and done. That'll set up a third and two. <laughs> so a big push there. A couple of Minutemen linemen came up and just kind of pushed the pile for an extra three yards. And it'll set up a third and two. Minutemen across midfield for the first time here in the second half. Two wide receivers off to the right, one to the left. Caudell shotgun again. Green on his right hip, Martin on his left hip. They'll go with Green this time, and he's going to go right up the middle. He's going to get right to the 45, and I think he's going to have enough for a first down. And the referees blew the play dead, and Mason Green continued to get tackled all the way back to the 50. He kind of gave up when he heard the whistle, and the Quakers just clobbered him. Coach Saris looking for a flag. He's not going to get one, but the Minutemen get the first down on a gain of two by Mason Green. First and 10 minute men. With that carry, they get right to the new Philly 45 yard line. They'll send Powell and Wilson off to the right, Fogel to the left. Two backs in the shotgun again with Caudell. Green on his right hip, Martin on his left hip. Caudell takes, he's going to throw on first down. Now he's going to step up in the pocket. Now he's going to run. He's got room, 40, dancing around, down to the 35 and down to the 34 and a gain of 11, and they're going to give him a first down minute, man, on a gain of 11 by Joey Caudell. And now he's got 41 yards rushing on 10 carries. And a good job there as the pocket just collapsed immediately and Joey just comfortably ran it right up the middle for a first down, down to the new Philly 34. One wide receiver right, two to the left. Caudell, shotgun again. They'll give Markel Martin right side and he's going to run out of room and he's going to lose a yard, although he keeps fighting and still not going to be able to do much there. He actually lost two, so second and 12 coming up. That'll push the Minutemen back to the 36-yard line. So the Minutemen now with 149 yards of total offense, which doesn't sound like a lot, but they've done a good job moving the ball. Second and 12, Caudell into the pistol this time. He's back to pass. He's throwing short. He's got Gage Powell down to the 30. That's going to be a gain of six, and he made a sliding grab down there at the 30. And a nice catch by Gage Powell to set up a much more third and manageable, a third and six coming up for the Minutemen down at the new Philly 30-yard line. So they get half that yard. Uh, well, they cut that second and 12 and half to make it third and six. And now, 
I mean, this is probably four down territory just given where it's at on the field. So the Minutemen have two tries here to get six yards. They'll send three wide receivers off to the left. Fogel by himself to the right. Caudell going to go back into the pistol. Markel Martin stands right behind him from the 30. Back to pass. Caudell looks left, pumps left. Now he rolls left, throws, and he's got Markel Martin. A little short pass down to the 26 and a gain of four. And that'll set up a fourth and really short. Fourth and two. And the Minutemen going to go for it, just as we suspected. And here we go. Fourth and two. Caudell in the pistol. Takes the snap. He's going to throw. Now he's being rushed, and he is going to get sacked. New Philly brought the house on fourth down, and it worked. All the way back to the 33. Minutemen going to turn it over there on downs, and... New Philly, oddly though, even with that sack and the turnover, New Philly's going to have their worst starting field position of the game back at their own 33. So kind of an odd little stat there. So here we go. Quakers come out. First and 10 at their own 32 is where they're officially going to mark this thing. Fausel brings them out. 7-7. Seven to seven. Tie ball game here in the third quarter. Fausel with two wide receivers to the left. On first down, it's going to be a wide receiver double pass down the field, across midfield, and it's going to be complete. Down to Lucas Yeager, the senior tight end, is going to catch it. And that's going to be a gain of 23, and they get back up quickly to the line. Fausel's going to roll right on first down, and he's going to be hit. He's going to get out of there, and he's going to keep rolling and throw it away into the sideline. And we'll call that one an incomplete pass officially. So the receiver pass there, it was a pass from Fausel out into the flat to Carson Long. He then flung it down to Jaeger for 23 yards on that previous play. And then on this play, Fausel had to throw it out of bounds. The Minutemen were all over him. And it sets up a second and 10. New Philly again across midfield. They're down to the Lex 45, as you can maybe hear the wind kind of picking up in the background there. They'll send one wide receiver to the left, two to the right. Fausel in the shotgun, second and 10. He's going to run it off the right side. Fausel's going to get down to about the 41 and brought down there. Cam Boozer and Matthew Sheets were in there. They'll officially give him five, and it'll make it third and five. New Philly down to the Lex 40. 5.23 to go already here in the third quarter. This game has moved very quickly. Not a lot of incomplete passes. Each team has run the ball quite a bit, so clock moving really quickly tonight. We may even be out of here just after 9 o'clock. That is unheard of this year. The Minutemen have seemingly played three-hour games every Friday night. 
Third and five, Fousel in the shotgun. He takes. He's looking left, and he's got a man to the left. It's a first down and more. Down to the 20, down to the 15, 10, 5, touchdown. And it's going to be Pete DiDonato. 40 yards, and finally someone with a big play tonight. Unfortunately, it's not the right team. Forty-yard touchdown, pass and catch from Fausel to De Donato. New Philly with their first lead of the night, thirteen to seven. The extra point by Mushrush. What a name that is, by the way. His first one. I mean, it went over the cross by uh, crossbar by an inch. Snaps a good one. The hold is a good one. This one is much better. By Aiden Mushrush. So the extra point is good. 14-7, New Philly with their first lead of the night. Minutemen now have to answer. See if they can do that when we come back on fearthevillage.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is former Minuteman Nick Lazier, class of 2014, and you're listening to Lexington Football on fearthevillage.com. Well, now it's time for the Minutemen to answer, something they have done quite a bit this year. This Minutemen team doesn't get rattled a whole lot. Time and time again this year, they've found a way to keep these games close and answer back. And right now they're facing their first deficit of the night, 14-7. Kickoff a little bit deeper than the other ones tonight. Markel Martin has it out to the 25, dancing around 30. And he fumbled it, and it's on the ground, and it's going to be new Philly ball as Bolts jumped on it. And just like that, this game has taken a drastic turn. Towards... New Philadelphia, they're going to take over at the Lex 35. So after taking the lead, New Philly's going to immediately have a chance to extend this lead. Hey, fans, an announcement from our hard-working concession stand crew. We're now selling hot pizzas, whole hot pizzas, $10. $10, get them while they last. Selling full hot pizzas tonight at the concession stand. If you want a whole pizza for 10 bucks, come to Lex. First and 10, New Philly. Fousel's going to throw on first down. He's got a man down the near sideline, but he overshot him. Man, he was wide open. It was Owen Scholes, and thank goodness Fousel just put a little too much on that thing, incomplete. Second and 10 coming up at the Lex 35. 4.38 to go, third quarter. It's 14-7. New Philly just took the lead, and then on the ensuing kickoff, Lex fumbled it. And New Philly now with a chance to extend this lead. Neither team is led by more than seven tonight. Second and ten. Fousel, shotgun, three wide to the left, but he's going to keep it up the middle, and he's going to take it for about six yards. 
And now a big third down coming up, third and six for the Minutemen. You really got to play Ben, but don't break defense here. You cannot give up another touchdown here if you're the Minutemen. Not saying they couldn't win this game still, but if you get down by two scores here, it's going to be awfully difficult with as quick as the clock is moving tonight. That's the only thing I'm kind of worrying about right now is if New Philly gets a two-touchdown lead, I don't know if Lex will have time the way this game's going to come back. Three wide receivers left, one to the right. It's third and four from the 29. Fousel in the shotgun. He's going to keep it off the left side. He's got room. He's got the first down and more across the 20 and down to the 17-yard line, a gain of 12. So just in these last two minutes, this game has taken a – Drastic turn towards New Philly, and they have got a chance to put this game in jeopardy. First and ten, they're in the red zone. At the 17-yard line, one wide receiver at Shoals off to the right, three wide receivers and a bunch to the left. Fousel in the shotgun. He takes the snap. He's back to pass. He's stepping up now. Now he fumbled it, and New Philly jumped on it. Man, that could have been a big break for the minute, man. But a New Philly lineman there, I didn't see what number it was, but he got right on that thing. Man, that could have been a big break for the minute, man. It is a three-yard loss back to the 20. It'll set up a th uh, second and 13. Quakers will have two wide receivers off to the right. And now they'll put a third one over there. It's Shoals going over to the right. Fousel with bolts on his left hip in the shotgun. Back to pass. He's looking right. He's throwing right. He's got a man. It's long. Carson Long is going to be brought down at the 12. And I think they're saying it might have been another fumble. Minutemen come out of there with it, but the referee said it was downed before the fumble. So it will be a complete pass. And down to the 12-yard line, a gain of eight. So Carson Long with his first catch of the night. And it makes it a much more manageable third down and six for the Quakers. And another big play here, potentially for the Minutemen defense. Got to get a stop on one of these third downs. Although it may be four down territory for New Philly. So really got to put together two straight stops. Third and ten, or third and six from the 12. Fousel sends two wide receivers each way. Bolts right behind him. He'll go into the pistol this time. He's going to look right, and he's going to be sacked way back at the 25. It was Cam Boozer. Who else? He came flying off the left edge, and that is a huge play now because it sets up a fourth and a mile. It's going to be about fourth and 15. Makes it 4th and 14, Quakers. Cam Boozer again. First sack of the night for the Minutemen. And that'll push the Quakers all the way back to their own, or to the uh, Lex 21-yard line. It's 4th and 14. They've got to go for it from here. Their kicker just does not have the leg. And here we go, fourth and 14 in the shotgun. Fousel back to pass. Minutemen bring a rush. They get it out of there. It's long, and he's going to slip out of bounds. He's not going to get the first down. Turnover on downs 
Minutemen get the ball back. It was a gain of 10, they needed 14. And now they're deep in their own territory, but the Minutemen have the ball back with a chance to tie this thing back up. Only 51 seconds to go in the third quarter. So they need to get something going here kind of quickly. I mean, still plenty of time left in the game, but if you can't go down and score here, you're going to need all the time you can to get the ball back. It's 14-7. New Philly leads it. They were able to come out on their first drive of the second half and get the lead. Minutemen come out first and 10 at their own 12. And Caudell takes the snap. He bobbled it. He gets out of there, and he's going to run it up the middle, and he's actually going to get a pretty good gain out of that. After he bobbled the snap, he's going to get it out to the 17-yard line, a gain of five on first down for Joey Caudell. So... Sure, you can hear the PA announcer in the background. He said it was a gain of six. It was actually a gain of five. Second and five. Lex at their own 17-yard line. Caudell brings him out. He's going to send Hughes, Powell, and Wilson off to the right. Fogel by himself to the left. They'll go into the pistol this time. Caudell takes the snap. He's going to run it off the right side, and he is going to lose a couple of yards. He'll lose two back to the 15. And now the Minutemen are going to take this thing into the fourth quarter. They're going to have a third and seven when we come back, and they're trailing 14 to seven here on fearthevillage.com. So I switched my insurance to State Farm, and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town, and get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed, and get this. My actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name. And get this, they actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent, it's called service. Call State Farm agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. This is Braden Fogle, and you're listening to Minutemen Football on fearthevillage.com. Well, we are certainly in for an exciting end here at Lexington tonight, as we have been pretty much most of the year. Right now it is New Philly, 14, Lexington 7. Lexington has the ball to start the fourth quarter here at their own 15-yard line. It is third down and seven out of the quarter break here. So the Minutemen need to draw up something to get about eight yards. Well, preferably 85 yards, but certainly they need the first down. So out of the timeout here, they'll send two wide receivers off to the left, two to the right. It's third and seven for Caudell, who's in the pistol with Markel Martin behind him. He sends Gage Powell in motion from left to right. And we've got movement. And it's going to be on the Minutemen again. That's the second time tonight they brought someone in motion and called a false start. I didn't see it. But somewhere on that line, they jumped again. So... Now it makes it a little bit more difficult. Third and 12. That wind, man, it, it was beautiful at kickoff. Now it's getting very chilly and windy here at Lex. It has cooled off quite a bit. Third and 12. Minutemen now backed up to their own 10. 
They'll have three wide receivers off to the left, one to the right, and the pistol. Caudell takes, and he's back to pass, and he's looking left. He's throwing short. Markel Martin, 15, makes a man miss 20. He's going to get the first down out to the 25. And again, the Minutemen go short there on a little pass play. They did it to Mason Green earlier. This time it's Markel Martin for 16 yards and a first down. So a huge play there for the Minutemen. They needed 12. They got 16. That'll put them out to the 26, and we've got a man down on the far sideline. I can't even tell who it is from here. It is Markel who... uh, Caught that ball and ran it. He juked around a couple of new Philly defenders, got over to the far sideline, and he got hit out of bounds, and he's down now. Several trainers and coaches over there. I From here, I couldn't even begin to tell you what happened, so we'll just have to see if he's able to get up here in a second. We'll take a quick timeout. It's 14-7, new Philly on top, but Lex just got a big first down. They're at their own 26-yard line, and Markel Martin is down on the ground on the far sideline. We'll check on him when we come back on fearthevillage.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call. 419-522-2020. This is Carter Newman, and you're listening to Minutemen Football on fearthevillage.com. So Markel Martin is up, but he is really moving gingerly over on the far sideline, trying to make his way over here. I am not sure he's going to be back tonight. He is walking under his own power. Nobody's helping him at all, but he is limping really badly. And, man, that's a big loss for the Minutemen, but fortunately they do have a deep stable of running backs. Mason Green will be able to just step right in there, but losing Markale is not not good for the Minutemen. He's had two catches tonight for 20 yards. Markel also had six carries for 15 yards. So, Seven Allen also got injured earlier on, too, and we haven't seen him here in the second half yet. It's about this time every year we see the Minutemen. The injuries stack up right about this time. But Markel, before he got injured, got that big first down catch and run. It's first and 10, and the pistol caught L back to pass. He's going to roll to the right and throw. He's got Dontrell Hughes in the middle of the field, incomplete. And Hughes took a little bit of a late shot there. No flag from the referee, but he got hit hard right there on the, on the knees. But he gets up okay, and it'll set up a second and 10 from the 26-yard line. That was actually the first time Caudell has thrown it to Dontrell tonight, and it was incomplete. Hughes had two catches before that for 22 yards. 
Second and 10 minute men at their own 26. They'll send three wide receivers off to the right. And Hughes by himself to the left. Pistol again for Caudell who takes the snap. He's back, he's throwing. He's got Braden Fogle right at the 37, or thir uh, excuse me, the 32 in the middle of the field. And it was off of his left hand incomplete. Third and 10 now. Braden Fogle tonight has been targeted six times. He only has one catch for nine yards. He did draw a big pass interference call earlier. But now the Minutemen again facing a big third down. They faced a third and 12 just a moment ago. They were able to get 16. Now it's third and 10 at their own 26-yard line. Three wide receivers off to the right. Hughes by himself to the left. Pistol again for Caudell. Third and 10, he takes the snap. He's back, he's got all kinds of time. He's looking, now he's dancing around, throwing to the right, and he overshoots Mason Green, incomplete. And now the Minutemen are gonna have to punt, and their punter is on the sideline injured. So Cole Eichhorn is gonna have to come on now. And actually, no, for punting backup duties, they're going to send Devin Goodman back there, the 6'2 junior. New Philly will have Carson Long, the only man returning, back at his own 45. So Goodman standing at his own 10. A little bit of a low snap, but he handled it nicely, and Goodman gets a pretty decent punt away, and this is going to take a minute man bounce, and this is going to roll all the way down to the new Philly 40-yard line, so not a bad punt there by Devin Goodman. It'll be a 34-yard punt. New Philly will take over at their own 40, and now it's do-or-die time for the Minutemen defense. They've got to get a stop. And a turnover would be even better. New Philly with a 14-7 lead, 11-22 to go in the fourth quarter. Markel Martin now kind of jogging on the sideline down here, so maybe we will see him again. Keep an eye on him. Here come the Quakers. Fausel brings them out. They're going to have three wide receivers off to the right. And they'll have Tyson as the back on his left hip. I would imagine they're going to start this drive with a run. No, they're going to throw. Fausel steps back. Now he's going to step up, and he will throw. And, man, that thing was a BB. He hit Pete DiDonato with a 100-mile-an-hour fastball, fastball from four yards away, and it went right off of his chest. He had no chance of catching that. Second and ten coming up. I thought the Quakers might run there and get the clock rolling. Instead, Fausel out here just throwing BBs. But, hey, you'll take that if you're the Minutemen, second and 10. At the 40, Fausel, two wide receivers off to the right, two to the left, back into the shotgun now. And he is going to keep it up the middle this time, and Fausel's only going to get two. A third and eight coming up. So, Fausel now with nine carries for 46 yards. He leads the Quakers in rushing. But he was only able to get two there, and it'll be third and eight. New Philly at their own 42. 
And they'll send long. And D. Donato off to the right. One wide receiver left. Third and eight. Fausel's going to roll right. He's going to throw right. And he's got a man who broke open down at about the 45. And he's going to continue to run it down to the 40 and out of bounds. It was long. So a gain of 18 on third down and eight. And it looked like the defensive back down there slipped and fell down. I think it was Mason Green maybe down there. Maybe it was Brandon Reeves. Whoever it was slipped and fell down, and that's how long came open down there. I'd imagine this time of night the grass is getting a little slick. First and ten. Quakers will run it right up the middle. And I think that was Tyson in there, Miles Tyson, the sophomore. And it was, and he's only going to get two. Tyson now with four carries for 14 yards. Second and eight, New Philly down to the Lex 38. With that touchdown earlier in the third quarter, Fausel now with 119 yards passing on 15 attempts. Second and eight, Fausel into the pistol this time. He's going to throw again, and he does over to the far sideline. It's long again, and he's going to catch and be brought down immediately by Cam Boozer over there. He's going to get about five. It'll set up a third and three, which this is right where you want it if you're new Philly. I mean, you would live in these third and short situations right now if you're the Quakers. 9.42 to go in the ballgame. New Philly 14, Lexington 7. And another third down forced by this Minuteman defense. Unfortunately, though, it's third and three, so they're going to have to stay strong here and get a stop. Two to the right, one to the left. Fausel in the shotgun on third down. He takes. He's going to fake a give. He's going to throw. And it's incomplete. He threw it wide of his receiver. And a fourth down. Looked like Long almost stumbled over on the far sideline. And he kind of fell down. Fausel got hit as he threw it. And between Fausel getting hit and Long slipping, that ball went way wide of Long on the far sideline and incomplete into the sideline. And it is fourth and three. Of course, New Philly here going to go for it. And if the Minutemen can get a stop here, they'll have decent field position. Two to the right, one to the left. Bolts back in there as the tailback. Fausel in the shotgun, sends a man in motion, takes the snap, fourth and three, and we've got a flag, and it's a false start on the Quakers. That'll make it fourth and eight. And now with... Field position-wise, I almost wonder if New Philly will consider punting here, and I think they're going to. Because now it's back to the Lex 38, and if they turn it over on downs here, Lexington will have great field position. So instead, New Philly will try to punt it here. Now, it is getting quite cold down there and a little bit of moisture on the grass. We'll see if they can get a clean punt snap away. Zach Rothrock. So they have Mushrush as the kicker and Mothrock as the punter. And it's a little bit of a high snap, and they get it out of there. And this is a beautiful punt. This is coming to the near sideline, and it's going to bounce. And unbelievably, it is going to turn and roll sideways at the one-yard line. That thing 
He wouldn't do that again if he tried. That thing hit the ground and just took a sharp turn to the left at the two, and that's where it'll be down. The Minutemen are going to have to go 98 yards to try to tie this thing with 9.25 to go in the ballgame. And we'll see what they do. Man, what an unfortunate break for the Minutemen. At first, that thing looked like it was going to go way through the end zone. And no, it died at the two. So here we go. First and 10 Minutemen at their own two-yard line. They'll go in the jumbo eye for the first time tonight. Caught L under center. He's going to QB sneak it to try to get some breathing room here. And he actually does a pretty good job. I think he might get four yards there. He just kind of lowered his head and barreled forward out to the six. So it was a gain of four, second and six coming up. Now the clock becomes a factor. You've got 9.05 to go, trailing by seven, but you're on your own six-yard line. Each team has all three timeouts. Fogel comes off to the left. Power eye again. Caudell up under center. Second and six from the six. Caudell takes. He's going to drop back and pass here. He's going to look left. Now he's going to run left. He's got a little bit of room. We've got a hold, though, I think. This is going to come back as Caudell gets hit out of bounds down at the eight-yard line. And I think they're going to call a hold on the minute, man, and that is not a good spot for a holding penalty because now you're going to get, I think, probably put back down to the one- or two-yard line here. Seems like the Minutemen this year have really done a good job with penalties. They haven't killed the Minutemen much this year, but tonight, false starts and holding penalties. There have just been a ton of them tonight for the Minutemen. So by the time they mark this one off, they're going to say Lex Ball at the three-yard line. Second and nine. And again, they'll go power eye. So Caudell's going to get up under center. He's got one wide receiver. It's Fogel on the right side. Caudell takes the snap. He's going to hand off the left side. It is Markel Martin who is back in there. And he's only going to get a yard. So now the Minutemen are in a real predicament. Pinned back in their own end. Clock is rolling. If you do punt it away here, New Philly's going to have fantastic field position. At this point in the game, I would think another score from New Philly would probably end the game. So the Minutemen going to have to get something here on third and eight, but they're on their own four. Not a whole lot of play calls from here. Eight minutes to go, and the clock is rolling. Minutemen down seven. They'll have four wide receivers this time, two to each side, back into the pistol. Caudell takes the snap. It's third down. He's looking. He's rolling right. He's going to throw. He's got a man short. It's Markel Martin, 15-20. Down the near sideline, 25-30. And a huge first down for the Minutemen. And Markel Martin again with a little underneath route. He's going to pick up 22 and a much-needed first down, Minutemen. So Markel tonight on three catches up to 42 yards. First and 10 minute man from the 30-yard line. 
And Joey Caudell now 8 for 16 passing, 86 yards, but that was a huge one there. First and 10-minute men at their own 30. They'll have three wide receivers off to the left. Fogel by himself to the right into the pistol this time. Caudell takes. He's going to fake a give. He's going to run. He's going to spin out of a tackle and get maybe a yard. And they'll give him two out to the 32. So not as much running room as usual tonight for Joey Caudell. As I think the cold temperature tonight and the lack of points on the board may be driving some people home early. There's not a lot of people left, actually, surprisingly, with this game still very much on the line. Of course, nobody came out here from New Philly. There's more people in the band than there are fans here from New Philly. Second and eight, minute, minute, their own 32. Three wide receivers off to the left, Fogel off to the right. Markel Martin is the back for Joey Caudell in the pistol. Joey takes, he's back to pass. He's going to step to the right. He's going to look right. He's going to throw down the field. He's got Carter Wilson caught at the 40, and he's hit out of bounds at the 35. First down, Minutemen. 33 yards, caught L to Wilson. Carter Wilson now with two catches tonight, 39 yards. And now the Minutemen are in business. They started this drive at their own two-yard line. They're now down to the new Philly 35. Fogel by himself off to the right. Three wide receivers left. And the pistol again. Caudell with Martin behind him. Joey takes. He's going to give to Markel Martin up the middle. He's going to fight, and he's actually going to get two yards. I thought they might give him three. They'll give him two. So Markel with... Eight carries for only 18 yards tonight. New Philly's done a good job keeping this Minutemen rushing attack in check. Second and eight now. Minutemen at the New Philly 33. 5.45 to go in the ballgame. New Philly with a 14-7 lead. Here come the Minutemen. Three wide to the left, one to the right. Caudell in the pistol takes the snap. Back to pass, looking. Now he's going to roll right and throw to the right. Down to the 30. He's got Markel Martin again. And he's going to get three. And we've got a flag on the far sideline, and it's going to be on the Minutemen. So that play won't count. Illegal shift on the Minutemen. So we'll see where this puts them. So it'll stay second down, a five-yard penalty. That'll make it second and 13 now. Minutemen now at the New Philly 38-yard line. They'll send Hughes by himself off to the right. Four wide receivers off to the left, including Markel Martin. Caudell empty backfield. He takes the snap. He's going to fling it out. Gage Powell, this is going to be a wide receiver pass down to Fogel at the 10, and he caught it between his legs. And now the referees are going to have to talk, and I think they're going to say he caught it. Still talking. I think Fogel caught it between his legs, and they're going to say he caught it. So a wide receiver pass. We saw one from New Philly earlier. Now we have one by the Minutemen. 
It was Gage Powell to Braden Fogle down at the five. And the Minutemen with 4.45 to go in the game have it first and goal at the four-yard line in the State Farm Red Zone brought to you by Gary Fagan. Minutemen going to go power eye at the four-yard line. Caudell up under center. Joey takes. He's going to give. Markel Martin off the right side. He's going to get a couple of yards, still pushing down to about the three, maybe the two. So second and goal now. They'll give him one yard. So Markel still looking to break that long run tonight. He's had a couple of really timely catches, though. Still a slow night on the ground. Second and goal from the three. Caudell up under center. Power eye again for the Minutemen. Fogle the only receiver. Caudell takes. He's going to throw to Fogle. In the end zone. He was held. We've got a flag. And the Minutemen are going to get a holding call on the defense here. Although I think... Caudell got that ball out quick enough. They're going to call pass interference, actually. And that'll push the Minutemen down a little bit farther towards the goal line. 3.47 to go in the ballgame. Minutemen trailing 14-7. That'll put it half the distance to the goal at the one-and-a-half-yard line. We'll call it the two. Fogel, the only receiver off far to the right. Caudell has him in the power eye. From the two-yard line. Caudell looking for something here from the referee. I'm not sure. Caudell up under center from the two. He's going to push and spin, and he's going to push into the end zone. Touchdown, Minutemen. And now they're one point away from tying it up. 3.44 to go in the game. That is the second time Joey Caudell has taken it in. Off a QB sneak. The first one was one yard. This one was from two. And the extra point, a huge one coming from Cole Eichhorn to tie it up. Joey Caudell, after scoring the touchdown, will hold. Got to have this one. Snap is back. It's a good one. The hold is down. The kick is up, and Cole Eichhorn blasts it through. We've got flags everywhere. I think maybe New Philly tried to block it and jumped over the center. We'll see. This should count. And it should count. Cole Eichhorn thinks it will. He comes running off the field and chest bumps the coach. And, man, he did not leave any room for doubt on that one. Cole Eichhorn boomed it through. 14-14. Minutemen tie it up. And, well, we'll get the official call. The new Philly defense is still out there. Now, we did see last year Lexington go for two and try to beat Worcester, and it worked. Now, this year, though, you got to win this game, so I don't know. That would be an awfully gutsy play to try to go for two here. Well, now Coach Sarah's talking to the referees. I'm not sure. Yeah, so 
officially they call it roughing the snapper. So New Philly tried to jump over the snapper basically there. You can't line up over the center and then jump over him. That's exactly what they did. So the Minutemen will take the penalty on the kickoff, which means this will be a short kickoff from the 50. They could pin the uh, Quakers deep here, and this game might be a totally different ball game now. Tied at 14, 3.44 to go when we come back on fearthevillage.com. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Captain Matthew Sheets, and you're listening to Miniman Football on fearthevillage.com. So the Minutemen will get to kick this thing off from the 50, and that is huge at this point in the game because it's tied, and now you've got a chance to pin the Quakers way deep in their own end, and they have not been in that situation at all tonight. The Quakers haven't started a drive inside their own 33-yard line. That was their worst field position of the night. Several times they've started at their own 43. So put a little extra pressure on the Quakers here potentially. Cole Eichhorn is going to run up, and he's going to pop it up down the near sideline. It's going to hit, and it's going to be down inside the 10. Oh, they made a diving grab, and down there was... That was C.J. Carlisle who kind of had to run up and slide to grab it or he wasn't going to catch it. And in doing so, he was down when he caught it. New Philly's going to take this thing at their own nine-yard line. And what a time for them to have their worst field position of the night. Oh, that couldn't be any better timing for the Minutemen defense who deserve a big stop right here to try to get this ball back to the offense. So it'll be first and 10, New Philly at their own nine yard line, 342 to go in the game, it's tied up. Fousel in the shotgun on first down, he takes, he's gonna roll right, he's gonna throw right, and it's caught. What a catch on the far sideline. I thought that was gonna be way over the head of Carson Long, and he snagged that thing in, a gain of 12. Oh, what a catch. Long now with five catches for 53 yards. And a big first down for the Quakers out to the 21. Now they don't really have much of a kicking game, so I don't, I I could be wrong. I don't see a way that New Philly could win this with a field goal. So they've got to go 79 yards here. First and 10, Fousel back. He's looking, he's throwing over the middle of the field, no one home. In fact, Dontrell Hughes was the closest one in the area there, and he was probably three yards away from being in position. That would have been a pick six. So incomplete, second and ten. It stops the clock, 3.33 to go. Fousel in the pistol this time. He's got two wide receivers bunched on the right, two on the left. From the 21, he takes the snap. He's got to get it out of there in a hurry, and he does. He's got a man. It's Donato down the near sideline and pushed out at the 38-yard line. That's going to be a gain of 17. 
Joey Caudell was in there, and he almost had a sack before Fausel even saw him and just instinctively kind of flipped it up, and there was D. Donato, as he has been all night. First down and a big one for the Quakers out to the 38-yard line. They're going to huddle up here. As the clock stopped, D. Donato went out of bounds. 3.26 to go in the ballgame. It's tied here at Lex. They're going to go in that bunch formation again. Fausel back to pass again. D. Donato this time. He can't bring it in. It's incomplete. Second and ten coming up. So Fausel that time was rushed again by Caudell again. And it was almost a... Really similar play to last time, but this time Fausel wasn't able to put it on the money. It's second and 10, New Philly at their own 38-yard line. Tied up here at Lexington. Lex with a win would really solidify a shot at the playoffs. Here we go from the 38. Fausel's going to run it off the right side, and he's going to be bottled up and brought down all the way back at the 35. And a big stop there for the Minutemen. That's going to be a huge loss. A loss of three. And that was a designed run, too, so no sack there for the Minutemen. But way to be at home there for Lex. It's going to set up a third and 13. Clock is rolling, 2.40 to go. From the 35, Fausel in the pistol, back to pass. He's being rushed. He rolls left, throws, and it's caught. Down the field, 30, 25-20, and the Quakers are going to have the lead. Carson Long found himself open in the middle of the field. Unbelievable. Fausel was all but sacked. I don't know how he got it out of there, and he fitted in just about the tiniest window you could possibly find and hit Carson Long for 65 yards. Unbelievable. Well, it stings, but the Minutemen now only down six. The extra point is pending, and these extra points for New Philly have been shaky tonight. Wouldn't it be something if they missed here and the Minutemen get the ball? Extra point by Mushrush is up, and it just squeaks through again. How in the world is he getting those to go through? Well, it's 21-14, to 2.30 to go in the ballgame. Minutemen have all three timeouts. We'll see if they can get it done when we come back on fearthevillage.com. So I switched my insurance to State Farm, and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town, and get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed. And get this, my actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name. And get this, they actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent, it's called service. Call State Farm agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. This is Braden Fogle, and you're listening to Minimum Football on fearthevillage.com. With that last completion, Eden Fausel now up to 218 yards passing tonight and two passing touchdowns. Both, well, excuse me, one was to D. Donato for 40 yards. One 
right there before the break was to Carson Long for 65 yards. And yeah, you can say that was a broken play for the Minutemen defense, but they had him. I don't know how he got it out of there, but here we go on the ensuing kickoff. New Philly's going to kick it out of bounds. So Lex will have good field position here. 21 to 14, 2.30 to go. All three timeouts left for the Minutemen. So with that penalty on the kickoff, can't kick it out of bounds, of course. That'll put the Minutemen at their own 35, and they're going to elect to take it on the far hash. They're going left to right as we see it. Got plenty of time here. It's just a matter of can you march down the field and get into the end zone. You have no other choice here if you're the Minutemen. 21 to 14, Quakers on top. Minutemen football at their own 35 out of the timeout. Two wide receivers left, two to the right. Caudell in the pistol. He takes the snap on first down. He's going to roll right, gets out of the first sack and throws to Braden Fogel, middle of the field. Now he's going back across the field, breaks a tackle, breaks another one, 45, and he's got the first down over on the far sideline. A great play there by Braden Fogel. And they're going to give him 12 yards out to the 47. So the third catch tonight for Braden for 55 yards. Minutemen out to their own 47. Clock at 217. He did get out of bounds. Two to the left, two to the right. Caudell in the pistol again. First and 10 from the 47 takes the snap. He's back. He's got time. Now he's going to roll to the right, and he's going to throw into the sideline out of bounds. Just as he kind of broke out of the pocket there. Caudell was chased down and didn't really have any options to run or pass and just kind of threw it into the sideline, which he's done a few times tonight. And that's a good thing for the young quarterback to recognize that he can't take a sack and just get the ball out of there. It's okay, live for another play. Second and 10. From the 47, two wide receivers left, two to the right. Caudell into the pistol. He sends Powell in motion. And again, the Minutemen jump on a motion. So they've sent Powell in motion three times tonight, and all three times they've jumped. That'll set up a second and 15, and it'll push the Minutemen back to their own 42. And I'm not saying it's not happening. I'm not saying I disagree with the call, but I am just not seeing it. So somebody just must be barely flinching or something down there. I'm really not sure. But it seems like only when the Minutemen bring someone in motion, they're jumping. Second and 15 now at their own 42. Two wide to the left, two to the right. Caudell, pistol, takes the snap. He's back. He's in the pocket. Now he's going to roll to the right. Now he's looking. He's got a man, but he didn't throw it. Now Caudell's going to throw it, and it's tipped and incomplete. He was looking at Markel Martin at the 48, but he had Caudell, or he had Fogel, excuse me, wide open down at the 40, and I think he just missed him. And now he's talking to him. So maybe he does know that he was there, and he's saying something to him now. But now it's third and 15. 
Everything's four down territory because it's 21-14 with 2.01 to go. Minutemen still have all three timeouts. Two wide receivers off to the left. Now Powell's going to come to the right side and make it three to the right, one to the left. Caudell in the pistol from the 42, takes the snap, flings it out near side. Fogle catches up the middle of the field. He's across midfield out to the 49. And he'll get nine yards, but it is going to set up a fourth down. And it's going to be fourth and about seven. So really, I mean, for all intents and purposes here, this is the ball game, even though Lex does have three timeouts. Three wide receivers to the left, one to the right. It's fourth and seven from the 49, and we've got a timeout, and it may be New Philly taking this timeout. And maybe not. Nobody took a timeout. I'm not sure. They're going to say... Well, Joey Caudell's coming off the field. I don't even think nobody knows what's happening. They're going to make Joey Caudell leave the field. Maybe because his knee pads weren't pulled all the way down. I don't see that. I have no idea. They just made Joey Caudell leave the field. Minutemen had to burn a timeout there. I'm not sure if he's allowed to come back in after a timeout or not. It's fourth and seven. I don't think he's going to be allowed to come back in for this play. So now Markel Martin's getting warmed up here in the timeout. The backup quarterback, the lefty. The Minutemen have had a couple of guys sent off tonight for not having their knees covered with their pads, but I don't see that from Caudell at all. And again, I'm assuming that's why they sent him off. I, I don't know any other reason. Hmm. Coach Saris doesn't look too animated about the situation, so... I'm not, I don't think he disagrees with whatever the decision was, but, man, that's tough. Now Markel Martin, the backup quarterback, is going to come in. They're going to be in the pistol. Fourth and seven, here's your ball game, and Markel Martin, now the quarterback, takes the snap. He's back. The lefty winds up and throws. He's got a man. It's Dontrell Hughes first down. Down to the 40, and it's going to be a gain of nine. Welcome to the game, Markel Martin. Dontrell Hughes now with three catches, 31 yards. And Markel Martin keeps the game alive for the Minutemen. They're down to the 39. Caudell in the pistol. Clock is rolling, 105 to go. Caudell back to pass. He's stepping up. He's going to have to run, and he's going to get a few yards. He fumbled it, and it's going to be new Philly ball, and that's going to be the ball game. Oh, what a heartbreaking way to end. Is recovered by Bolt. The Minutemen are 
are going to lose this thing in heartbreaking fashion, 21 to 14. There is a chance they could get the ball back with about 10 seconds left. But even if they do, it's likely going to be in their deep in their own end. Oh, that's a tough break for the Minutemen. And now it sets up a must-win the next two weeks for the Minutemen to get into the playoffs. Got to beat Madison and Ashland. Fausel's going to run it off the right side. He's going to get about six yards. Oh, that's heartbreaking for the Minutemen. They're going to drop their third straight after winning three straight. It's kind of an odd night. Two big plays by New Philly is what won them this game. The Minutemen kept them in check pretty much all night. Other than a 40-yard touchdown pass and a 65-yard pass where Fausel was literally falling to the ground, getting sacked, and just threw a BB down the middle of the field to Carson Long. I have no idea how he did it. But that's the difference in the game. And the Minutemen... They're going to have to find a way to rally because they got to go to Madison next week. And the Rams have won their first game of the year tonight, according to my score. It was 38 to nothing at Mount Vernon. I have no idea what happened to the Yellow Jackets, unless the score has just entered in wrong and it was Mount Vernon 38 nothing. But the score I have here is Madison 38, Mount Vernon nothing. Second and five, Fausel's going to run it off the right side for a first down, and that will be the ball game. They won't have to run another play. And Lex. Now New Philly's going to take a timeout here. I'm guessing just to maybe make sure they understand that they're supposed to take a knee here, get the victory formation set up. Well, the Minutemen are going to fall to three and five. New Philly will improve to six and two. They're adding five seconds back on, but at this point, it's not going to make much of a difference. They will get into the victory formation, and this will be the last play that New Philly has to run. So Fausel finally, after all the commotion here, will get into formation. He will take the snap and take the knee. And the clock will wind down.
that'll be the ball game. So New Philly comes into Lex and they sneak out with a win. Final score of 21 to 14 and we will head Straight into the BP Electric postgame show now. We'll get you full stats here real quick. Starting with the Minutemen. Lexington tonight on the ground. They ran it 30 times tonight for 86 yards. Joey Caudell had 16 of those runs for 54 yards. Markel Martin ran it nine times for 19 yards. And Mason Green five times for 13 yards. Joey Caudell, uh, he completed 13 passes tonight for a total of 149 yards. Uh, Gage Powell completed one pass on a trick play to Braden Fogle for 34 yards. And that was the passing. Receiving tonight, Minutemen had seven guys catch passes tonight. It was pretty remarkable, actually. Braden Fogle. 64 yards through the air, receiving uh, on four catches. Seven Allen had one catch for 19 yards, and then he was injured most of the game. That also was a big deal for the Minutemen tonight. Uh, always seeing one of your best players go out early, and that hurt the Minutemen. Mason Green, two catches, or excuse me, one catch for 17 yards. Gage Powell, two catches for 13 yards. Dontrell Hughes had three catches for 41 yards. Uh, Carter Wilson, Two catches, 39 yards. Markel Martin, three catches, 42 yards. Uh, for the Minutemen, and their two scoring plays, a two-yard touchdown run by Joey Caudell and a one-yard touchdown run by Joey Caudell. Both extra points were good by Cole Eichhorn. For the Quakers, they ran the ball tonight a total of 24 times for 112 yards. Uh, Eaton Fausel had 12 of those carries for 54 yards. Jaden Bolts, eight carries, 44 yards. And uh, rounding out the rushing for the uh, Quakers, Miles Tyson had four carries for 14 yards. Passing the ball tonight, Fausel, 218 yards through the air, two touchdowns. Pete DiDonato had six catches for 93 yards. Carson Long had six catches for 118 yards. Each of them had a touchdown. A couple of other uh, new Philly receivers added one catch for a couple of yards. Carlisle and Shoals got into the scorebook. One sack for the Quakers, and it was by none other than Jaden Bolts. One sack for the Minutemen, by the way, and that was Cam Boozer. Each team had one fumble recovery. So those are your stats tonight. Minutemen fall in a heartbreaker, 21-14. to We'll get you scores from around the area, starting with the OCC. West Holmes beats Ashland 20-6. It was Mansfield Senior. They ended up dominating Worcester, but it was a struggle for a lot of the game. They ended up winning, though, 35-7. Only had a 10-7 lead at half. Uh, it was Madison beating Mount Vernon, at least according to what we have here, 38 to nothing. That does not sound right to me. Don't hold me to that. I'm just telling you the information we have. Highland with a 37-30 lead over River Valley in the fourth quarter. Ontario, 34 to nothing lead over Marion Harding 
Shelby ends up winning the uh, winning at home against the Clear Fork Colts 36-21, and Marion Pleasant squeaks out a win over Galleon 14-13. Down in the Northern 10, Upper Sandusky slim lead over Buckeye Central 21-14. Carey shuts out Bucyrus 63-0. Colonel Crawford with a really close win at home against Winford 37-34, and Seneca East handles Mohawk 30-7. Uh, in the fourth quarter, Western Reserve leads South Central 44-22. Norwalk St. Paul 33, Crestview 7. That's a final. Also a final, Monroeville 35, Mapleton 26, and Lucas beats Plymouth 49-14. And uh, the KMAC, Loudonville takes care of business easily tonight over Cardington 42-0. Danville all over Centerburg 52-22. East Knox 35, Fredericktown nothing, and Northmore another win and they get this one over Mount Gilead, 31-3. A couple other scores, Triway trailing Manchester, 21-16. Ridgedale all over Corey Ross in 34-7. Upper Scioto Valley, their lead, a big lead earlier, has slimmed down to two against Elgin, 32-30. Hillsdale and Waynedale uh, tied at 21. Gibsonburg beat Willard, 48-7. Harden Northern, 64. Crestline, nothing. And Sandusky Perkins, 52 Norwalk, three. Tonight with the win, New Philly uh, improves to six and two. They are now five and one in the conference. They only have one more conference game left because they end their season with a non-conference game against Dover. So New Philly wraps up conference play next week. Uh, so they are six and two now, five and one in the OCC. Lexington falls to three and five. And they are now uh, Lexington 2 and 3 in the OCC. So next week, Lex will try to bounce back. They've got to go to Madison and try to get another conference win and uh, get back to 500 in the conference. And more importantly, next week is a must-win, and so is week 10. Got to win the next two games or you're not going to the playoffs. And uh, we'll see if the Minutemen can bounce back. They have showed, even for a young bunch, they are resilient. And uh, we'll see if they can bounce back next week at Madison, where Lexington lately has had great success. So see if they can do that next week. Hope you'll join us then from Ram Field. Until then... I want to thank Kayla Durbin down on the sideline tonight, getting you all of the exclusive content that we deliver you on social media. She does a great job with that. Check it out. Uh, check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at VSBN Radio. I'm Corey Durbin saying one final time tonight from Lexington. It was New Philly 21, Lexington 14. We'll talk to you next week at Madison. Until then, have a great weekend, everybody.